Unique New York, Unique New York. The arsonist has web defeat. <laughs> We're back with the zero. Oh, I love saying that. Uh, with uh, my best friend, my best friend, Sam. Uh, we've, we grew up in the same town, just a couple blocks away from each other. We've been best friends for a long time. I've known him since I was born. And uh, he's a watch He's a watch collector now. Uh, you know, uh, you guys... Time, can I talk in this part? Yeah. No. What? Oh. <laughs> Got him in the gotcha. Talk. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. I uh, I hope to buy another one, hopefully in Italy. I know you're looking to get a Cartier, right? Well, Cartier is like the next big purchase, but I find something like I don't know. I th I'm I'm feeling gold. Feeling gold. You know what you need? A Piaget. You need a Piaget. I know that they need a fucking hole in my head. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, Sam and I have been best friends forever. Sam has been a, a super important part of, of of the Theo and Harris, you know, story. He's been featured in so many of our films between Vacheron Constantin and I think Nomos and Longines. Yeah, fucking time, just his time, Max. That's right. Uh, anyway, Sam and I have been friends for so long, and and a lot of you guys, I'm sure, recognize his face. But today is is his voice and and, and his story, or our story, kind of together. And we're talking about a ton from 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 your buying your first Rolex and what that means to on the dating scene to you know trying to make a living you know uh, as 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 a as a regular hardworking guy right now and 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 again in respect to dating like what what that's like in 2023 you know I mean it's I think it's exceptionally difficult it's right not easy because the people the, the standards are just so absurdly unreasonable you know uh, anyway uh, we're talking about a ton today. it's a great episode um, obviously uh, a, a ton of watch talk uh sam looks better with my piaget on than than i do obviously you guys are going to get a sneak peek into this episode right now a solid 15 or 20 minutes the rest of the episode of course will be uh on patreon at uh, patreon.com slash christian zerone we're building an incredible community on patreon I'm, I'm so proud of it it's actually one of the things i'm most proud of in the last eight years of my career right we're making so many friends we have hundreds of members community engagement that we couldn't possibly replicate on youtube or on instagram um and so much content we have phenomenal guests. We have obviously some friends and family that I find very interesting that can add a lot to our conversation and, and you know, industry, you know, legends, you know, so far as watch geeks are concerned. So uh, our Patreon is incredible. Uh, go ahead and become a member at patreon.com slash Christian Zerone. I hope to see you there. And until then, enjoy this episode of Zero. Let's give a little bit of background. Yes. Okay. So, so you are you're uh, you're my age. We grew up together. Yep. Um, we're best friends. Mm -hmm. Okay. You are you you're in pharma. Correct. Right. Uh, you have been DJing since the age of twelve. Uh, you originally DJed for your dad. Correct. For free. Yep. Because you looked at it as uh, this is an opportunity to learn a skill that I can then make money on. And also like a debt to your dad, right? Like, well, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Plus, like my dad bought me equipment, you know, to get right. me started. So, so of course, like you know, which is something you and I both, I think, are huge on. Which is like, which is like, very grateful to our dads for teaching us anything. Yeah. So we'll be like extremely like generous with our dads because it's like how you're God. Like yeah, even though you're very imperfect, yeah, you are very much like I'm only me because of you. And I love my mom obviously, but yeah, dad's a different thing. Exactly. You know? When did you decide to buy a Rolex? Um I decided I think I gotta go a little bit further back. I decided that I wanted a luxury watch when my cousin Jonathan bought his Speedmaster. Yes, I remember that. And I remember- That was years ago. He bought the, I mean, I don't know how old he was, but this is, I was a kid. I wasn't even in high school yet. Yeah. Uh, or I was just in high school. I was like a freshman. I remember 
we're we're passing the watch around the table and i just see this beautiful brand new uh speedmaster actually bought it from the guy in westfield i know yeah uh, martin's yeah he said it was a lot cheaper than they going to anywhere in the city which is bizarre. Uh, which is crazy he said that no one would even work with you in the city whereas like i guess he gave him a good deal where so maybe i have no idea but anyway um i was actually with him when he bought it right we we're coming over a Rutgers game and he just ran in picked it up and left yeah, yeah but anyway i remember we were at the table at man's house and i see the exposed case back yeah it's like Oh, like, wait, this is what the inside of a watch looks like? Yeah. Like, what the fuck do I know? Right. So I, I remember that I wanted a luxury watch at that point, at some point in my life. Right. And then you started Theo and Harris and you had the blue dialed uh, Datejust. Yeah. And I remember seeing that and I'm being like, that's nice. Yeah. And then shortly after that, I also remember talking with, with Rolando a little bit more about his uh, GMT and and learning more about just the kind of whole story there with your mom saving up and buying that for him yep. and and loving the the look of that watch especially the, the fading of, of that watch oh yeah and shortly after that i kind of realized or, or at that time frame in my life realized that uh rolex is, is what i want to get uh initially it was the gmt yep. and i was dead set on that for a while and then I just remember you and I doing like cigars in the back, like during COVID, because you yeah. couldn't like go inside and whatever the case was. And, and we'd have a few conversations and you were just kind of just like, you know, you're going to spend 12, 14 grand, you know, on this watch. You know, it's not worth. It's ridiculous. It's, it's not worth this amount of money. Right. It's, it's absurd to spend for a first watch, right. knowing your income, knowing where you're at in life. Right. This is a big fucking purchase. Right. And looking at that of like, wait, I'd have to spend a lot more than 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 I want. Um, and then you and I start talking about the adjusts and just like this is like, you know, it it you don't people are gonna tell you it's entry level. It is, but don't think of it like that. And here's what I'm thinking. And I remember sitting in your backyard and just like when we're looking through different kinds. Do I want a fluted bezel? Do I want a smooth bezel? Like what what kind do I want? Uh, 1601, 1603. Well, Dane are so diverse. Like the exactly. color finishes totally. And we, I remember you showed me the, the fluted bezel, what, I'm, what I have in my wrist right now. Uh, you showed me a photo and I said that that's, that's what I want. That's the one. And then the last thing I remember you saying is you should buy this in the next couple months because prices are going to go up. And they were. And they, there was COVID. Everything COVID. skyrocketed. So... I, at that point, I knew that I was dead set on buying the Rolex, and in my mind, I was purchasing it sooner than I really wanted to. Right. Um, but but I knew that I had to make the purchase soon. And then you ended up gambling. Well, and so I told myself that when I sold, I switched from accounting to, to pharma uh, during COVID, and I told myself when I had my first big sale, I was going to uh, buy the Rolex. Right. So long story short, I had my first big sale. And I take my mother out to dinner to a, to a restaurant here in Westfield. You know, a nice spot that, that Chris and I go to probably once or twice a year, really like a nice dinner. And I said, mom, let's, let's go out, let's celebrate. My dad was out with his buddies or whatever the case was. My sister was at school. So let's go out. You know, I, 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 this is a good moment. Like, let, let's, let's enjoy this. So I take my mom out and uh, we go to Sweetwaters, beautiful dinner. And um, we drive home and I go, you know what? I, I want a beer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a beer and hang out. My mom goes to bed. And um, I'm hanging out and I decide to pull up uh, DraftKings and I'm not a big gambler. This like, is a phenomenal ad for DraftKings. This really is. Uh, sponsor me, DraftKings. Um, I've spent enough money with you. Um, and because I'll bet football, I'll bet, you know, $50 on a game. Right. After that, that's really it. Right. So I had to re-download the app when I go, but I was like, you know what? I kind of want to play blackjack. 
and I start playing blackjack and I go up a little bit and, and I start playing roulette and I'm just drunk at this point, like having fun. I happen to be up. And next thing I know, I, I look and I see that I have $5,000 that I've got up. I put in $200. Like, I went from 200 to 5,000. Right. You're like, that's when I started my investing podcast. Exactly. <laughs> um, and <laughs> You're like, so I went all in on black. So I went all in on black and, and, and you know, I've been down ever since. Yeah, right. Um, but no, I, I cashed out immediately. I was like, fuck that, 5,000. Yeah. Fuck. Cashed out. I, I texted you us. immediately. You were on vacation with your family. I texted you immediately. I was like, Yo, Do it. get the fucking watch. And that was it. And that was it. And here we are. And it was, obviously, then you then you gave me the watch and you said, yes. put, a, put a case back uh, engraving. Yes. So I told Chris, to, to, something sentimental to, to both of us, give me a good case back engraving. So I, I was thinking to myself like, geez, what? Yeah, wait, walk me through the thought process. Yeah. Sorry, what, do, what do I engrave on this guy's case back? It's such a serious thing. Like, I don't, I don't want to make it a joke. I mean, that's one thing is like, don't make it a gag gift. Yeah, I don't want to make it a joke. It's a fucking guy spent money on this thing. I don't want to make it a joke, um, which it would be easy to do. I want to make it serious. What the fuck do I put on this on this case back? You know, something meaningful. And Sam is very much a one speed go kind of guy. That's it. You know, Sam goes, whether it's at work, who will literally work his face off more than I've ever worked in my life. Whether it's frankly with drinking, you will drink more than me. You are an animal. One speed go, baby. One speed go. Um, even, even, you know, I mean, you know, even with women, you know, you were far more interested in in, in <laughs> peacocking and going real, real far. And I want to go to bed. You know, you are. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm tired. You are a one speed go kind of guy. If you're going, you're going fast. Yep. And uh, and that's what I put on our case when your case back and that was something that you and I said a lot one speed go one speed go one speed go I said it over years 100%. and I never knew where I thought we I thought we wrote it and then <laughs> that's and the then part of the story and then you uh you know I gave it to you and you loved it oh it was beautiful and you said oh my god this is great this is us and then an hour later you sent me a video of Charlie Sheen uh, doing an interview when he was he was really going through his crack phase. And he was the one that invented the line, One Speed Go. And all of a sudden, One Speed Go went from being like, oh, you and me, super like fucking poetic, like go grab a man, go get the world. <laughs> and then it went to, uh, you know, you are freebasing crack cocaine. Yeah. But it's still funny. It's still, it honestly, made it even funnier. It did make it a lot fun. I remember driving home because I left your house and I had this beautiful like case back now, and and I'm so proud of it. Like, just like it's so sentimental to me. And I'm like, wait, where the fuck did we actually come up with that? What's the origin? And you remembered it, and I just it clicked, and I go, holy fuck, that's like the Tiger Blood, Charlie Sheen. When did we go? You shouldn't have been driving that night. God, this Piaget is so heavy. Feel this. It's fucking things a fucking brick. Do you love it? I do like it. This. Looks good on your wrist because your wrists are fucking hairy. It's yeah, even it's even more fucking. It looks like, more gone. Yeah, <laughs> and you look like a real piece of shit with that watch on. Um, I like the silver one. I think better. Silver what? The silver oh, one. the white gold. You white mean? gold. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's not silver. Oh, God forbid! I bring up fucking it's, silver. It's precious metal. You fuck. Is, is that, that your watch? That that's silver too, right? My GMT. My GMT is white gold. No, I'll fuck you with you. You better not fuck. <laughs> it's not fucking funny. It's not fucking funny, man. Uh, I remember being at my my godson's. Uh, I think it was like his christening or something like that on Staten Island. A bunch of guys were there. You know, a lot of knock around kind of guys. You know, and uh, one of the guys. Actually, I remember who it was, but I won't say his name. 
he the guy's name is Joe, right? And uh you weren't saying his name. No, no, no I meant with name. the O. The guy's name is Joe and he uh he was wearing a uh rose no, no, yellow gold. Yellow gold. Mm-hmm. And I think it was yellow. Okay. It could have been rose. Date eight forty with a like a, a uh a dial, like a cool dial, right? Like okay. not a champagne, like with a pattern in it. Okay. A honeycomb, whatever. Beautiful watch. Then I went up to my cousin. This is when I was just getting into watches. You know, I, I couldn't even dream of buying a 40 millimeter Daytona. I had $11 in making it, you know. Your wrist was 40, mil- 40 millimeter day date. No, I could wear that watch. I could wear with you. And I said to Nikki, I said, yo, what the fuck? I mean, that, that guy, that guy must be moving. That guy's fucking, he's doing something, you know. These guy's fucking moving. And he goes, ah, fuck him. Fucking guy bought it on fucking layaway in fucking Bahamas. He bought it in the cheapest place you could buy it, and he bought it on layaway. Guys, I share. That's an Italian thing to do. You know? <laughs> Shares is so funny. I said, well, well, what, what, what do you mean he's a jerk? He goes, bah, I guy wants everyone to talk about him. I said, you're doing exactly what he wants. I was like, geez, you know, why is he invited to your, to your son's baby shower? He goes, ah, oh, he's one of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> That is Italian American. That, no, that's outer outer borough, that is outer borough culture. Yeah, to a fucking hundred um, percent. I complimented the watch, and I said, uh, "I said, hey, you know, we know each other, whatever." I said, uh, "That's a nice, that's a nice fucking day date." And he goes, "Oh, this?" I'm like, "Oh, you're a jerk off." Yeah, now this is, um, it's the big one. It's the forty. I said, "No, I know. I mean, it doesn't look like a thirty-six. It looks know? big." And he goes. Yeah, 36 is for fucking girls. It's a good thing you get your girlfriend. And I'm like, you're such an, uh, you know. Uh, what size is this, 36? 36, just like mine, date, Josh. Just like a, and, and frankly. What kind of girls is this guy dating? And, you know, <laughs> date, date, <laughs> he's dating fucking werewolves. Uh, yeah, they grew up in the green belt, those werewolves. Fucking Sasquatch. Yeah, no, but uh, again, the guy's a nice guy, whatever, by listening to this. To the, sorry, sorry, Joe. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Do you think on dates that your watches ever contribute to the likelihood of you getting laid? But that's an interesting thing, though, because, like, yes, it's going to get you laid, but it's like, is that girl now only going to like you because of the the idea of money because you have a, a, an expensive Rolex? Right. That's like, yeah, I'll wear this, but I'm going to pick you up in a minivan because I DJ. I know, but you got to stop it with the minivan. I do. You could just get a Ford Explorer. You know that. Yeah, I know. But like, I'm still going to like just wait till this car's paid off and like, why? Right. Why get a new car? I know. I, I also simply just Uber and out of dates. Right. Or I'm just going to borrow one of yours. Well, let's see. <laughs> hope, that, hope that's good. That was great. I think we killed it. <laughs>